Hi everyone welcome to another episode of my podcast we have very special guest today joining all the way from Sweden we got Lee joining the podcast from Symphony of Sweden hi Lee hi hello hi how are you how are you this morning uh 50% okay i've got the flu for about a week now so i'm not 100% right so Lee where yeah. are you where are you right now in Sweden Uh, I'm in my apartment. I mean, which which city? Ah, Hudiksvall. Right. So is it is it near Stockholm? Tell no. tell where it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, this is a small town in the north. Right. Everybody knows everyone, kinda. Right. I mean, I assume it's very cold, right? <laughs> Not quite yet. It starts to get colder, but it's like, I don't know. Five minus degrees, something like that. Right. So, so how is Sweden these days? I know Sweden. Uh, you know, Sweden. I we heard that Sweden didn't even go into like lockdowns and things with the pandemic. They had a different approach. How is it now? Is the life normal? Back to normal? It's kind of normal. It's still some registrations and some stuff like that. Some people are worried, but yeah. It's not fully back, but people try to get back. But they are waiting right. for an now, so I have actually no idea what's going to happen. Right. So, how about yeah. the live live music? Is it live music available now in Sweden? Yeah, it has started, uh, but the government now trying to get these vaccines passed also here in Sweden. Mm. So the country is kind of divided. What they feel about that, so right. We'll I think see what happens. Yeah, I think it's happening everywhere, right? That that yeah. division is happening everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Because Sweden, right. the government here, yeah, we were we never had a lockdown, just like you said. So uh, a lot of people got sick, and now then we have gone through it. Now they want to take the passes and everything. So <laughs> I'm not really sure what they are trying to do, actually. But yeah. Right. I can I can't complain, but it, w- it will never happen. It w- it won't it won't help anything. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so so how how did this uh, pandemic affected you personally, Lee? Uh, personally, it sucked because uh, Evan and I signed together like two or three months before the pandemic started. <laughs> right. We were off. And we were offered a tour, and that blew out the window. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I just had to continue my regular work, my regular job, and dream about the big stage for a few years more. So, uh, but instead of just sitting around and mope, we we write the new album also. So the new album is done, but it won't be released for some time. Right. Uh, what I, you know, I mean, what I know about the Sweden, Swedish, Swedish music, right? So, I mean, I know early on, I know bands like ABBA, right? And then I got into like metal, and I know Swedish death metal bands, but yeah. lo- but a lot of people don't know that Swedish producers are are behind the most of the pop 
songs, right? Like Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, NSYNC. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We have uh, some, I'm not going to say all, but some of the best producers in the world we have. We have Max Martin in every one of those. So we have a, the music is in the DNA of a Swede, so to speak. We have a lot of we have a lot of music from the earliest years in school, and you are very. What should I say? Uh, people wanted to do something musical or something in the arts, so you are encouraged. That's what's the word I was searching for. Right. You're really encouraged to proceed music and try music, but also. Uh, the radio scene in Sweden is kind of, yeah, because the regular radio shows here in Sweden, it's, I call it, it's uh, the music that plays a lot on the radio, the, the regular radios. Uh, those artists are the ones that uh, the big companies have produced ahead. So it's a very, much pop on the radio in Sweden. It is like 95%. Right. Everything else, we have Bandit Rock and uh, those kind of radio stations, and they play a lot more. But the heavier stuff, mm, then you have to go to the Spotify and stuff like that. And that's uh, that's too bad because we have a lot of good, really good music that it's not just pop that I think the world needs to hear. Right, right. So, uh, Lee, tell me a little bit about your childhood and what's your earliest uh, memory of music? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I come from a musical family. I remember music since my earliest days. I know either my father or mother played something or sang something. So it was always around. Music was always around. And when I realized that I wasn't tone deaf, that <laughs> then I could sing also, I really wanted to be able to master every instrument that was available. And in Sweden, you have the opportunity to do that, but there was never enough time to proceed everything. But I always knew I wanted to do music and uh, my parents, yeah, really encouraged me to proceed music. Right. So... What were what were the bands and artists you were listening to back in the day, like when we were younger? Very young, it was uh, the music my father played, and he was <laughs> really into the old stuff. But uh, I remember Beach Boys and Chicago and Supertramp, all of those bands. My father loved harmony singing right. really much. Uh, and my mother was more on the rock and roll side, so I got from both. But... Um, the influences I got that I really wanted to do was when I heard a band with a really great lead vocalist, then I got interested. So it was very much uh, Aerosmith, Bon Jovi, all those kind, when the dudes could sing, really sing. Right. Yeah. Sing plus there's a, you know, there's such an aura with those vocalists, right? They're showmen, yes. right? Like, you know, exactly. they put up a show, right? Yeah. They were born so, to do it. So. so having that influence, how did you like really get into music? Like, were you performing? Like, how did how did that happen? 
Uh, well, like I said before, in Sweden, you have a lot of different kind of music schools that you can go to. So very early, I started going to those musical schools and try every instrument. Right. And I played, uh, I started with an instrument that was very unusual for more. Do you know what the trombone is? Yeah. Yeah. The bigger yeah. one. <laughs> exactly. Not so much rock star over that one, but I got into it and it really worked and I was really encouraged to keep on doing it. But, you know, that was not the hardest thing you can do. So, <laughs> and not the most uh, coolest thing either. Then I started uh, in uh, high school. Uh, I got into a musical program there because I always saw myself as a singer and I always had sing. And I met, I had met a lot of vocal coaches and professionals, but nothing worked for me. I did their programs and did exactly what they said. Nothing worked for me because I could sing, absolutely, but not in the way I wanted to. I, I couldn't reach the high notes and everything. And that was the road I had to pick myself. I had to really work my ass off and how it worked for me to get there. I couldn't they couldn't teach me how to do that. It didn't right. work at all. So I had to do find it myself. And that took a long time, dude. That took a long time. Right. So yeah, uh, yeah. is uh, Symphony of Sweden your first sort of band project or you had other no. projects before? Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, I can't count on my fingers how many bands I have playing with, but nothing so serious. I wouldn't... I had one band when we were 16 and then we was we were kind kind of making it happen and and we had some record deals offering and everything but it it didn't work out because we were 16 young guys and just one year later everyone was in a different direction musically so it's it was a good thing that it didn't happen because I know it would just have turned out with a lot of arguments and the music wouldn't have been good. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, so, so Lee, the Symphony of Sweden, I mean, I, I have a lot of questions about it. Uh, okay. But first of all, tell me, like, do you guys recognize as a band or a duo? As a duo, first of all. Right. Uh, but but do, the, are there session artists, session musicians when you perform or record? Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's uh, Jim and Eric that you see in the music videos, the drummer and the guitarist. Because right. when we started, me and Evan, uh, the first thing that happened was Evan came to my store. I owned a store in Hudiksvall here. And he came because I I have parcels I send and collect. Right. And Evan Evan came and he wanted to send a keyboard. And I was interested. Like, ah, do you play music? I said, yeah, do you play music? And from that on, we started talking, and I had no idea who Evan was. So it was like one hour after he left the store, I got a friend request on Facebook, and it was him. And I saw, and I looked at a picture, and I was like, "Yeah, he real, he looks like an artist." Right. And uh, it turned out, yeah, Evan was a pop musician 16 years ago, uh, a real artist. So he invited me to his home. And we just started talking and he asked, uh, do you have any music? Yeah, I have a lot of music, I said, but I've heard an instrumental track that he had to put on YouTube. And I had put some lyrics and melodies on that he had no idea. So uh, I said, I have done something with one of your songs. 
and he was intrigued. I played it for him, and the uh, rest is history. That song came on the radio like two months after that, the first song we did. So that was that was really good. Right, right. What, I mean, what I love about your music is like, you have songs like The Grim Reaper, like, yeah. Which I which I really love, like because it's so heavy, kind of heavy song. And then you Thank have you. like songs like Angel, right? Like, and she's in my mind. Is it's like yeah. totally different? Like, you know, how would you That's describe such... your sound? How do you describe Symphony of Sweet? We Sweden? can't. We can't. <laughs> when people ask me what's your sound, I look to my ne- uh, nearest friend or the person that I have, and I ask, "What is our music?" because I can't generalize it or anything. And it's funny that you say angels, because angels, they're like, oh, okay, no, no, I thought about an old song. Uh, I thought about a very old song, because the first album that we released, three of the songs on that album I had recorded before, and Evan wanted them on, but I thought, now this is too soft, really too soft. But they are on the album anyway, so, but yeah. When we had when we started working on the ad, the, the second album, we, we knew that we wanted to go a bit heavier. Because yeah, we want that. We we make big music with big orchestras and everything, and we want the big guitars, the big drums and everything. So that's why we Evan called up his friend uh, Jim, the guitarist, and also his friend Eric, the drummer. Right. Because we, we needed some influences on harder. And we just, we want, uh, we want a track. We wanted to sound like this, and we had some sessions together. And it turned out it uh, we worked really good together. So hopefully, it continues to go good. Right. So yeah, I, I I saw your Instagram post that you guys finally have the Inner Demons uh, album with you, right? The physical album. Yeah. I saw the post. So what's this album about like because why did you like decided to call it inner demons i mean what what are the inner demons and how to like yeah uh, i had uh, i'm just i'm not gonna say had i have but more uh before i had a lot of inner demons uh, mental health and stuff like that yeah and it turned out uh that evan also had it we are right. uh, we are thinkers we are a lot of thinkers and warriors and everything and uh, and i wanted to make an album about how you conquer that and how you face that and everything and that spoke to a lot of dudes former of course a lot of women also but a lot of guys like that uh, message because a lot of people have them and they don't talk about them right a lot of people have them because i I think I have met more people that have it than don't have it. So mental health needs to be more discussed. And uh, yeah, if I got a platform for it, absolutely, I'm going to talk about it. That's why Inner Demons. And that was uh, the song Inner Demons became the name of the album also, because that was the one that really struck. Right. I mean, you you said something very uh, special. I mean... Because I think the there is a misconception that like you know men should be strong, they shouldn't talk about problems, they yeah. shouldn't cry, they shouldn't show emotions, and then yeah. because of this they keep on you know keeping everything to themselves. So which leads to some of these problems, right? Mental health yeah, exactly. problems, and mm. 
especially the, during this pandemic when i was doing this podcast although i talk about music mostly what i realized is a lot of these people were going through this problem especially especially in the situation of pandemic and i i've been exactly. really vocal about it especially for supporting the guys you know i always say like talk to your friend talk to your wife or talk to your yeah. partner tell what you feel because that's very important in these days right yeah, and if you exactly. need help go and go and go and get counseling because it's very easy to get counseling and Absolutely. people don't do it the first step is always trying to talk to someone you don't have to go directly to counseling like you said and everything it may you may need it but first of all just start talking to each other because there's right. so much that people they don't connect or anything they don't know what the other person mean because the person doesn't say anything it just now nah, it's okay it's okay it's okay and no it's not okay because you more you bottle up the more you have to process later on and then it's a lot so trying to talk to someone first just open vent try to get the conversation started then if you notice no this is not working then try to go to counsel absolutely right right um i read your press release on the on the your latest song which is angels we just mentioned so your that's your latest yes. single and uh, i read the press release and what you were saying is that you said you are really a spiritual person and then you you believe that you should fight for good then like good in the world so Absolutely. tell me a little bit about your this spiritual side of things and uh, how do you how do you really help yeah world? yeah like like i said I, i'm a thinker <laughs> a lot of thinker <laughs> uh but also i'm uh, i'm raised in a spiritual home uh and i it's kind of hard to explain because i i feel like i have someone always beside me i feel, i i know that i know that because uh i can tell you how but many times you know you feel it in your gut is this right is this wrong and uh, even if it's sometimes scary just go for it because later on in life it's going to mess you up also if you don't stand for what you believe in right and a lot of people is discouraged to do that because people there's a lot of yaysayers in the world and uh, you can't go through life being that if you don't want to be that and then that's where the mental health comes in because if you don't do what you want then it's going to eat you up and i started doing this because i got when i was like 19 20 years old that's when i really got uh, not depressed but i guess i got really worried and everything ah what is people going to think i want to do that and i always needed approval for what i was doing and it was exhausting and i was pissed off at myself for doing that but then i got into counseling and met an awesome therapist that really helped me talk about these things and how i should think and uh, that was the new eye opening for me and that's something i've tried since then still trying every day uh, sometimes it's absolutely harder but <laughs> it's more worth it you feel like the real you you it, it, this is something i hate more than everything is fake people you know you can 
talk about no, I hate this, and when it comes up, oh, oh I'm a big fan of it. No, you're you're not in my life anymore. Uh, so I really just want to be with real people. They can talk shit to my face, absolutely, that's okay. But then I know it's real. Then I know it's real. So uh, keep those people close, and the, the yaysayers, no, you never know what where, where you have them. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, because I I notice like I I do a lot of this online you know stuff in in clubhouse and a lot of I talk to a lot of people, and sometimes I get the impression when I'm talking to this person like when I first meet this person I I feel like I don't like this person, uh, and that that sort of uh, I don't know that feeling sometimes it's right, but yeah. sometimes I experience that after talking to them sometimes a bit longer, we become like very good friends. Like exactly. very good, yeah. Because you really try to listen to them and understand. It's it's, but that I I I also feel that people should be very honest with what they're saying. If they don't like it, just say they don't like it, and you don't need to like everything. You don't need no, to hate everything as well, right? It's it's just yeah. it's it's up to you. <laughs> it, it's it's a hard truth for about yeah five or ten seconds, but it it becomes so much easier later on. When right. you start talking to that person, yeah, I know that person doesn't like that, or that person doesn't like that. Then you know. <laughs> so keep off that subject next time you meet that person. It's very easy. Instead of being with someone just creeping around just to be there. No. Right. Uh, so, so Lee, I I listen to angels, and the first few seconds or few few seconds of that song. Reminds me of a another Swedish song, which is Abba's Lay All Your Love On Me. The the first few seconds of the song, because I I I I feel that like it's very similar on the beginning, like very beginning. I don't know if you noticed that. No, I haven't noticed it, but I see it as a compliment because I I think that's the best song Abba has done. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Actually, no, uh, Evan is a keyboard piano star, so he has a lot of sounds. So when he came up with it, uh, the first, when we when I wrote the melody and uh, lyrics to this track, uh, that beginning was on guitar. Right. Yeah. So later on, when Evan had pr produced everything, then I heard it with the keyboard on it. So the first time I was like, oh, wait a minute, this is new. But this is the first time I hear that it sounds like, and now I have to listen to it. Yeah, because that may be really true. Down, 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 down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I thought I knew a song like this, so I had to go back and I knew it was Abba, but I, I couldn't figure out what was, and then I have to go back and check all the songs to see which one was it. <laughs> but that's right. That's one of their best songs, right? But that's one of the Abba's best songs. Uh, yeah, for me, it's the best song. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so you said that you guys performed like, like you guys got together just before the pandemic, and you were actually offered a tour to do, right? So, what happened now? Are you guys actually going to do start planning the tour, or what's happening? Yeah, um, that was the thought. We, when the pandemic uh, really got into it after about three, four months. And we knew, okay, no touring, nothing like that. Uh, me and Evan started talking and 
yeah, we can wait. Or we both have a lot of music. So it was like, we start on the new album then. Right. And it was a good thing that we started on the new album because this album was hard to do. Now I understand why every musician say that album number two is the real, yeah, what should I say, mountain climber. Because last year I got some health issues. Uh, we don't know. We think it was stress because like I told you, I own a store that is a parcel shop also. You send and receive. And <laughs> during the pandemic, when no people were allowed to meet each other, dude, I owe so much parcels I had to deal with every day, trying to be a rock star and trying to be a person also together. <laughs> right. It became too much. So my body started uh, malfunctioning. I lose my voice completely. I started getting hoarse. And I was like, what is happening? So I started going to a lot of doctors and they put tubes down my throat and everything and to check up on me. And they couldn't find anything. And I was like, please, I, I just started singing professionally and now I'm losing my voice. What's going on? Mm. And I was like, no, you just rest, just rest. And that sentence, just rest. I can't, I can't <laughs> just rest. It, right. it doesn't work like that. But uh, so I couldn't record or write anything because it sounded like crap, everything. Uh, so I, we took, uh, I don't know how many months I tried it to wrote. Some songs were written and recorded, but it didn't, uh, it didn't work. It was not good enough. And then later on, uh, when the, the pandemic had slowed down, it was after Christmas and everything. So there, were, there was less parcels going around. Uh, I got my life a little bit more on track. Uh, then Evan sent me a, a track and I was like, yeah, I can do something about this. Then I wrote, uh, uh, ah, I can't find the name. Yeah, the Green Reaper. That was the first song I wrote when I got better. So, right. yeah. Yeah, I think that, that's, be careful that, with that, the stress. <laughs> yeah, that's, that song actually has a lot of energy. So I feel that, right? So, <laughs> yeah. So, so you are basically a, frontline worker right like dealing with all the past parcels oh and... yes <laughs> always been a hard worker and I'm, i know that's my calling in life i think besides music i'm not afraid to work right so so the, you have your songs in spotify uh, and uh, you know <clears throat> how's how's the response to your songs have you uh 99% positive so that that's really good uh the people say uh, they don't like it. They say they like it, but it's not their kind of music. But they also say, this is not our kind of music, but we hear that it's good. Right. So that's extremely humbling and thankful because if you hear a song, yeah, that's not my thing, but, but you hear that it's, there's a lot of work behind it and there's good music. Yeah, I also feel that the songs can be enjoyed by you know, like people who like rock and then people who like yeah. pop. It's like you you guys are bridging that sort of gap. Yeah, exactly. I want to play every kind of genre and we turn out to be, yeah, in the rock, some pop air. The music is rock, mm. but the melodies are more pop. Right. If you know what I mean. Uh, and it's funny that you say that because 
the people who started to listen to us, they were like 40 and 50 years old, all of them that started really. And now it's, uh, that's what I'm talking about the radio. It's very hard to come out as a new artist in Sweden because on the radio, you have to have a certain kind of record label or a special, what should I say? Uh, you should have been in the public eye before for some reason, because a lot of people who's on radio here is, or, is either a TV show host or something like that, or has been in a, I don't know the English word, docusopa, uh, live show, something like right. that. They get a lot of playing time on the radio. Uh, and I'm not going to go too deep in that because... <laughs> Well, there's a lot of business behind what's being playing on the radio. So, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, um, we have to keep on grinding till a lot of people have heard us and known us well. Then we get our radio time. Right. So, so now the Angel Angels is out. So any, any, any new music you guys are working on? Any new music coming out? Yeah, the, like I told you, the album is done. The new album is done. Uh, but it's not going to be released for a couple of months. And we are <laughs> already started working on the third album, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, but we have so much music and we love doing this because we work so good together. But also, uh, when we work, there's a lot of songs that doesn't make the cut. So we have to start writing right now because we have a lot of songs that we are recording and then we have to pick and choose what we think of and now that we also have a uh, uh, gym on the guitar uh, because we are going for a lot a harder sound uh, we need him more also mm. so we we need the time to make the music so that's our life we <laughs> We are writing and recording, and then we have day jobs and oh, the other life. So we have no trouble sleeping at night, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so, Lee, what's your message to the listeners of this podcast and the viewers of this video? Uh, well, thank you, first of all, for having me. And uh, please, guys, listen to our music. And if you like it, please share it. And like I told you about inner demons, just be yourself and don't don't go with the bullshit. Just be you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> anybody, anybody you want to shout out to? <laughs> hmm. Don't forget Ivan. <laughs> yeah, no, of course, Evan. But I know he's in Stockholm with his wife having a very good time and I'm at home in the, with the flu, you know, so... I'm I'm quite pissed at him, you know, because <laughs> no, of course, shout out to Evan, to Jim, to Eric, and to the people who help us and support us. Yeah, there are a lot of them. A lot of people need a shout out, but the list is too long, so I think I have to do it on the Grammys or something like that. <laughs> have a right. big paper with me read off. Because a lot of people support us and helps us. So thanks you. Thank you all for that. So Lee, thanks for joining the podcast. Uh, I mean, 
uh, as soon as I like got to know you, you're about the about Symphony of Sweden. I wanted to have you guys because I love the music, so that's why I wanted to have you. And uh, you. I'm I really want to listen to more of your music because there's a lot of songs, so I I really need to listen more. And I'm looking yeah. forward to the new album and uh, and hope you guys can tour the world also when all these things settle. <laughs> so all the best with your yeah. uh, future plans. <laughs> Thank you. So, so Lee, have a great day ahead. Thanks for joining again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me.